This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. What's up, boys and girls? Welcome to Wednesday. It is the Bostonian versus the book. He's Dave Sherpin. I am Matt Peralt. I'm not sure if he's Aikman and I'm Joe Buck, but I don't know if he's paid like Aikman, but holy crap, Dave. <laughs> Did you see what those two guys are making to call games? No. We're in the wrong damn business. We'll be there. I How are you? Welcome to I'm, Wednesday. I'm good. You're lathered up. I love when we have a little bit of time before and, you know, we talked earlier to this, this morning. When I know you're coming in, and we've been hitting the mitts. We'll use a bike. You're fired up. I'm just going to try to match the enthusiasm. No, I did not see how much money they make. Do you want to tell me? Well, Aikman's making nearly twice what Buck's making. Aikman's making. Aikman is the highest paid broadcaster in history now. Yeah. 95 million. For how long? Uh, Hold on. Three-year deal? It's a, it's a really nice, hold on. Cause he's making nearly double. So it is 90 million over five years for Aikman, 65 million over five years for Buck. There you go. It, does that seem right to you? Well, no, I mean, they're making more than the guys. No, 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 no. I don't care. I, I don't care about That's not what I mean. Like Buck making less than Aikman, but or what I mean is like how much they're making. Should Aikman be making nearly twice that Buck is making? Is Aikman the bigger star than Joe Buck? I don't know. That's Maybe. wild to me. I was like, I get Aikman probably should make more, but that much more? Like Joe Buck is still, I don't know. Is Joe Buck the number one voice, broadcasting voice in the game? Al Michaels won Buck two or flip flip flop? I haven't watched a game with sound in a long time. It don't matter. Come on. Games. It don't matter to me. Really? Yeah. You think the Monday night football crew was an entertaining crew. You wanted to watch, you wanted to listen to those three guys. Um, I, I watched the games on mute. This is Howard Cosell. This is Howard Cosell type stuff. This is a big deal. Yeah. I mean, this is Monday night football hasn't had a, a, a broadcasting team maybe ever for on ESPN. Yeah, maybe not. I mean, I don't know. I liked it when Dennis Miller was on. You did? And Tony Kornheiser. You were the one? Other stuff. You yeah. liked Dennis Miller? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, because he wasn't. I mean, like, I thought he was part of the pro, the, the broadcast. Like, I didn't think it was it was must. I mean, the game is still most important yes. to most people. I like, agree. Who's talking during the game? Eh. It never really moved the meter to me since I was a kid. I mean, huh. like. You know, Don Meredith and, and Howard Cosell and stuff, that meant more then. Now, I'd rather, I mean, sitting in a risk room or in a book, a lot of times, I mean, we watched it without sound. 
Yeah, I think it's a bit, I mean, it's a major coup for ESPN. It's a huge hire. It's a huge deal. And my guess is ESPN will make, I mean, Joe Buck should do Sunday night baseball. Should he not? Right. I mean, that should just be kind of logical for him to do that. Uh, He's off the world series. It's going to be wild. He's, I mean, Joe Buck to me, I hear when I watch baseball on Fox, I just assume Joe Buck's doing the game. Like when he's not, it's weird. Hmm. And now he's, and now he won't be calling the world series. Right. A lot of people are happy about that. I don't, I, I, I don't get the Joe Buck hate. I like him. Oh, it's real. I know. Ooh. I like him. I like Joe Buck. Oh, it's real. I don't really like uh, Smoltz. He kind of bores me. I'm not a big fan of John Smoltz oh. as a color commentator. I but, enjoy Smoltzy. Yeah, when he's talking golf, I like it. That's about it. <laughs> Everything else, I'm kind of like. Baseball guys talking golf, you like it. That's what I mean. Like It, oh, the, it matters to one person. When you, I disagree with that. Position. I disagree. Who writes the check? That's all that matters. Yeah, I I do disagree with the idea that people don't care about the broadcast team. I think, I mean, look at Tony Romo's success. Look at the ratings with Romo. They're watching a game anyway, though. They're not watching it because of the broadcaster. They just enjoy it more because of the broadcaster. They're yeah, but it gives them way more incentive to stay and keep watching. It's more of an enjoyable experience for the audience, which I guarantee guy has needs. plus seven and it's a 24, 21 game. That's more incentive than Tony Romo talking about what the next play is going to be. That is fair. I, will, I, I that, 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 that is, that is a fair point. I will, I will give you that when that someone has a bet on stay. it. Yes, that guy's going to stay, which is why we all know they love sports betting and why sports betting is where sports betting is because <laughs> they know that people will be glued to their TV set for a long time to go with this. So, I am not wearing a hat today, Dave. I see that. Because you will put a hat on my head. Oh. Because I won the contest. Oh, very nice. Three games. Oh, my Three God. games. By the way, how, how do you do three? 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 So, definitely not that way. <laughs> definitely <laughs> The last way, definitely not that way. No. <laughs> I like to do it like this. Yeah, it's easier, right? I, well, that's the way I do it, but the kids get annoyed when I do it like this. Like, they get like, annoyed at this? Yeah. Really? Why? Yeah. I don't know. They get so annoyed. I, whatever way that they can kind of give it to them. Or, or no, they get annoyed when I do it like this. So oh. Like this time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Normally, three is that, but I like this. Because this is this is catcher. This is baseball a lot. We need we three. Three, three outside, yep. uh, right? So, mm-hmm. so it's like the, that's how I think – Guys started doing that and just if you play baseball, you just do like that because it's easier. Right. This way sounds a little like insulting. Like the three fingers straight up is like three. <laughs> I feel like that's like an insulting way of doing it. Where this is a little more casual and a little nicer to do with somebody. This is actually hard. I don't this is hard. The, 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 the people who do this, this is a Midwestern thing. Really? Yeah, it's a Midwestern guy thing. Drives me. It's like it's the strangest, like it looks weird. I always have to like count. Like, are you saying three? Like, what, what, what are you doing? Why is your thumb being stuck up? It doesn't make any sense to me. Like, why are we doing that? Right. Well, you don't use the thumb unless you have to. Right. Anything, uh, right? I, uh, yeah. Numbers is all that stuff. Yeah. So I was like this and three is like this. It's either going to be a Providence hat or a Creighton hat. Man, I'm going to have to find these things. No, they're easy. I'll, I'll send you the links. It'll be easy. Oh, we can get it online for you? Oh, that's easy. Of course. I thought I had to go physically pick one up. Oh, no. I mean. Oh. 
our friends in downtown Summerlin should probably, you should probably, we should probably give them the business though, to be quite honest. I know exactly who to call. Never mind. That's perfect. You oh, picked you it. You picked it thing. I got a, I got a guy. That's oh, good. Okay. Yep. So we'll do that. Okay. So yeah, three game win. I went three and two last night. You went two and three last night. So three game win. We extended it by, by a one game over the small contest nice. conference tournament picks. So in the wake of that, because we're here for the March Madness beginning tomorrow, Farah, you're involved in this. You, you, you guys both don't know that I'm going to do this. Okay. Oh, I love so, when he does this. Yeah, this right. is this is a curveball. You guys both don't know. I didn't tell you on on purpose because I want us to do a contest between ourselves. Do you guys have bra- access to the bracket right now? I do. Can you look at it, Farah? Do you have access to the bracket? Um, I don't know. I didn't. I, I didn't look. I don't know. You just pull up a pull up a bracket. You don't need to worry. Just pull up a bracket. Oh, okay? just like yep. any any bracket. Yeah, sure, sure. This bracket. Yeah, just pull up the seedings. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What I want us to do, okay, is to pick two teams seated from five to eight. Pick two teams, five to eight. We'll do a draft here on the on the line on the air. And let's see whose team goes farther of the two picks. What team goes the farthest? Matt Matt wins but, one contest, and now the rest of the show is going to be nothing but contests. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, this could be fun because all, there's always a team that's somewhere between five and eight that makes a charge—a six seed, a seven seed, an eight seed. They they make, or I guess not something five, six, seven. I want five, six, seven, eight. So, well, I guess let's include the nine seed. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. There's always one team that makes a run. Mm-hmm. So, pick. Pick a a five, six, seven, eight, or nine seed. We're going to do two picks each. And let's see whose team goes farthest. All right. Winner gets lunch from the other two. All right. Which is cheap. Okay. Just a lunch bet, right? Yep. Whoever. So. Five, six, seven. I won, so I will go last. Matt, you are the youngest of the three of us, so you can go first. Oh, that's like what we do with Kendall. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you can go first. Gets to go first. Yeah. How do I uh, know what seeds they are? I mean, I haven't. Um... If you pull up a bracket. Okay. Yeah. So like you, you could pick Seton Hall or TCU. You could pick Boise State or Memphis. You could pick UConn. You could pick uh, Alabama. You could pick. <laughs> can, I, can I take Creighton? <laughs> yep. You can take Creighton. Yeah, yep, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You, can take, you can take Creighton. You can take any team that's a five, six, seven, eight, or nine seed. You can take to make a run. I'll take Creighton just uh, just for fun. Uh, look at Farah taking my Blue Jays. All right. <laughs> he takes Creighton. Dave, who are you going to take? Iowa. Oh, Iowa as a five seed is a good pick. Yeah. I. We'll take, uh, let's play some game strategy here. So you're taking Iowa at the five. I will take Houston, Mm. not the five. Okay. And your second pick, Matt? Um, uh, Can can I take USC? Yep, it's a seven. Yep, USC. Sure. USC is a seven seed. All right. Dave, who are you taking? I'll take USC. Nice. Um, man, I was going to take, let's see. Colorado state. Wow. CSU. All right. I'm taking Alabama. Mm. 
Houston and Alabama. So Dave, uh, Matt is Creighton and USC. Dave is Iowa and Colorado State. I am Houston and Alabama. Let's see. SEC, let's huh? see. Let's see whose team goes farther. I like this content. This is going to be fun. <laughs> this gives us something to watch. Tomorrow uh, we can pick the uh, eleven through or ten through fourteen seats. Which one will go further? Is anyone playing in the morning or on the air? Um, maybe that's the problem because the game's the, the game. Well, the games start at nine forty Pacific time tomorrow. So it's your well, well, the first half. Who gives a crap? I know, but they're playing. You have an idea to kind of look at they're down by 30 by the time the show starts. <laughs> Ain't nobody going to be down by 30. Well, the first game could be down by 30. <laughs> you have a one and a 16. I mean, it's not 30. incredibly impossible for that to happen. Betting. I mean, we're taking an in-game bet. Oh, tomorrow is going to be you guys who are watching and listening to the show live. I, I If you're listening to the show on uh, on playback on, on the podcast, I'm telling you Thursday, Friday, the in-game, I'm not even doing, I'm telling you right now, I'm not doing a rundown. We're just, oh. we're just going to go. <laughs> we're, we're just going to talk. Nice. We've got the Providence That's game good. going on during our show. Tomorrow. Time's at tip. 940 Eastern. I'm sorry, 940 Pacific, 1240 Eastern. So it won't be concluded most likely by the time we're done, but. We'll, we'll get the vast majority of the game. Yeah. We'll get That's half good. of the first half. We'll get the majority of the second half. Yep. On the this show, is, this, this is what I do every night on Sports Grid and Series XM. It's the same thing, but now I get to do it with you. Yes, you'll be completely like obsessed. It's going to be great Consumed. because you're going to have all these screens. You're going to be switching things. You're going to be well. I I'm trying yelling. to figure out my layout in here because I have one TV there. Yeah, I and I think I'm going to pull an iPad and put an iPad on the, on the desk, <laughs> and then I'll have the show on this computer, and I'll have a, and I'll have my phone with the other game. Very bad. That's so a very I'll, bad I'll have, idea. I'll have three, I'll have three <laughs> screens going in here, watching all on a massive latency delay. Will the, sh- will the show be on the, the, the Ethernet? You're going to be plugged in there. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm 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 always hardwired in. Yes, okay. we're always uh, yes yes uh, yes. We're, we're good. And, and Directv sure. will take care of one of those screens, so like okay. we're off the internet on one of them, so we're not totally lagging and dragging the internet down to the to the ground. <laughs> all right. So last night. What we talked about, at least to start, is accurate. Two and O to the under in the first half. Two and O to the favorites covering in Dayton, Ohio. Any surprise by that? And nope. Do you think it gets repeated tonight? Um, I mean, those unders are going to be good. <laughs> like, there's going to be more unders in the first half um, than overs. Rutgers is an auto fire. Rutgers first half under tonight is an auto fire. Is it? Yeah. Just fire on it. hundred percent. They're all, they're all auto fire. Not, I don't think the first half Wright state and Bryant is going to go under. That's the one you got to worry about, right? The totals one. Wow. It's up to one fifty six in some places. What? I have the most insane CLV society on that game, Dave. Oh no. Insane CLV society. Most points I've had for a total in a long time in college Four? basketball. What? Four points difference. If it's one fifty six, I've got five and a, I have four and a half but points of value over one fifty one and a half. Yeah. Wow. Right. I bet it. I bet it right away. I bet it on seventy three. Is the 
first half total. Yeah, and I'd be careful. I mean, these two teams are going to play zero defense. They're going to run, 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 and jack, jack, jack. <laughs> it's going to be the most entertaining game in Dayton. It's going to be Bryant versus Wright State. Jack, 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 jack rabbits. What did you yeah. suggest? Yeah, I can't yeah, get these get, jack rabbits out of get my Get out of here on, the, on, 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 on that whole thing. <laughs> but how about favorites tonight, though? Do you like Notre? I mean, I mean they're one and three. They're not big favorites. They're two and a half. It's not, yeah, right. You know, these are these are coin flip games. These are the. I don't think there's a real advantage either way. Yeah, Why we'll get to better Notre to book Dame it on favorite it. today. We'll get to better to book it, and we'll have that conversation for sure later on in the wow. program about about that game tonight. But yeah, I'm I'm with you. I mean, I I think first half unders. I think the the Rutgers under tonight is a really good play. I think the game under is a good play. For Rutgers in Notre Dame tonight, but the problem is that Notre Dame does not play defense. The last eight games for the Irish have gone over. They don't play oh. defense, so it's they're on an over run right now. Tomorrow's St. Patty's Day. Tomorrow is St. Patrick's Day. I guess it doesn't affect Notre Dame too much because they're playing tonight. So if they lose, they can go party and have some fun, and 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 push the stereotype of drunk Irishman. But uh, I tomorrow is St. Patrick's Day. Tomorrow is a. Did you care about St. Patrick's Day growing up in Pittsburgh? Yes and no. I mean, everybody, you know, you pinched somebody and you did all that stuff. And you like pinched somebody. Yeah, what? Pinched, I don't know. Yeah, if you're not wearing green, you, you know, you pinch not them. wearing green, you get pinched and all this. But stuff. See, in Boston, we don't. In, in Boston, you do that. You get punched. <laughs> you, you get stabbed. Well, yeah, that in Boston. <laughs> you get punched. <laughs> you, you punch somebody for not wearing green on St. Patrick's Day. You're getting hit. Like there's this. That, that's what's yeah. going to happen to you. That's why we don't do that stuff. We don't play those games. Well, it, it happened, and it led to punches and all kinds of other <laughs> stuff too. But like. Just so the kids make a big deal of it. I was always working St. Patrick's Day. This it's a circus enough. Tomorrow we got March Madness. All these people in town, and it's St. Patrick's Day. Oh. Everybody's drinking green beer. Got the hats it's on. Gross. Green stuff. beer is disgusting. It's it just flows. It's nonstop. It's gross. Why do I need to color my beer? I don't know. <laughs> color green food coloring and and Bud Light is not. It's not it's it's not good beer anyway, and then you're putting green dye into it. Yeah, no thanks. Got no 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 thanks. Just go drink like a man. Go drink some Jameson. Go drink a Guinness. Oh, drink something real. Calling people out for drinking Bud Light. What's wrong with you? Not Bud Light, <laughs> just Bud Green Green watered down beer is yeah, gross. Where's, where, where's your St. Patrick's Day spirit? Yeah. Oh, that was pretty good. It's like Valentine's Day. It's just a made-up croc holiday. Oh although, boy! Although yeah. I was talking to two two guys, two, two of our guys who work in England, I was talking to them this morning. It was it was four o'clock over there, and I was like, "Hey, is it like weird to ask? Like, is St. Patrick's Day like a big thing in Ireland?" And and I guess it's a big horse racing. There's a big horse race. Yeah, like big meet over there yeah. on St. Patrick's Day. Mm-hmm. So it's like you go to the track, you 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 wear green, you get drunk. And then you go to the pub and like, they were like, we're English. Any excuse to drink, we're going to drink. <laughs> so it's like, we don't care what day it is. St. Patrick's Day, okay, let's go drink. Like Tuesday, let's go drink. So it's just a way of, of going and drinking in yeah. England, he said. So I was like, all right. Just, you just wear green. That's the only difference. You know, you make sure you, if you have green, you wear it. Yeah. But the whole like Northern I- Ireland versus versus Ireland versus the UK and the whole like geopolitical bullshit that goes into that. Like, I didn't know if there was like... Do English people think like St. Patrick's Day is like their holiday? Like, oh, we don't. That's their holiday. And nope, they they, they love to drink and they go and party and have fun <laughs> like everybody else. So I was like, oh, that's cool. Good. So everybody likes to go ahead and go and get 
and get, and get, get wasted tomorrow. It's, it's a fun day. I mean, I, I'm part, is Sherapan Irish or English? Sherapan? Yeah. Your last name it was Lithuanian. Is it really? I, I think it was Sharapova back in the day. I always, I'm trying to get a hold of her still. <laughs> what? Sharapova. I believe that was the, that was your life. That was your name was Sharapova. It was something like that. Huh. I don't know. That's interesting. Cause mine was Perot. Well, mine had an E on it. Is that French? Correct. French Canadian. Oh, so when, say, huh? when, when my family, I'm, a, I'm half Italian, but I'm right. a quarter French Canadian because when my, on my dad's side, when they came down to the mills in Lowell and in Lawrence, like seven generations removed, there was a lot of discrimination against immigrants. So the Italians and the, uh, and the, and the Canadian slash French tried to Americanize their names. Right. So they dropped the E. So mm. it became Peralt versus Perot. My aunt on my dad's side, when she got divorced, went back to that spelling. So she's now Perot. <laughs> she added oh. the E because they offered like she was going back and they, she said, can I pick my last name? They're like, kind of, you're changing your name. She's like, can I go back to my family's original name? And they're like, yeah. So she added, she added the E. So she's got Perot now on it, but nice. I'm Peralt. So I'll, I'll keep, I'll keep the Americanization of my, of, of my name. <laughs> De Quattro was the only thing I would change my name to because my grandfather has had one son and he's, I'm 44. He's 56, I think now, and he's not going to have kids. So that name, all the, all the, all the, the six daughters have all married and changed their last names. Right. So the De Quattro name is a little bit of a hinge as to like what the De Quattro name would do. But I think my, my, my family would be very angry if I changed my name to Matt De Quattro. <laughs> so I was like, oh, it's probably not start the Matt war. Matt Quattro, man of mystery. I mean, yeah. Like, we might actually have something there. We might have I love that name though. De Quattro is such an awesome last name. I love my mom's been middle name. It's there's a whole someday I'll tell the story of, of four and where it comes from and whatever. But the quattro, it's just it's that's a I was raised Italian. I wasn't raised like French Canadian. I was raised so, Italian. <laughs> so I mean, like, my, mom, my mom's maiden name was Deanny. Oh, there you go. I mean, my, yeah. my dad, my grandfather, her dad passed away before I was born. But I mean, his name was Clado. And like, hmm. I have aunts and uncles that I can pronounce their names. I don't know if I could spell them. <laughs> Like I, yeah. you know, and that was how many how vowels we, we were kind of raised the same way. I mean, we, yeah. we did a little bit of everything. So yeah. Um, might go back to that someday. Clay. I'm, I'm Irish. I'm English. I'm Scottish. And I'm happy to a little bit of everything. I'm a mutt. I'm a straight up mutt. I'm a, I'm a whole mix. Northeast New England, you know, <laughs> throw it, they're all together and celebrate it's every holiday. Twenties in the South. It's yes. outstanding. So my twenties in the South, spent my thirties in the Midwest. That's amazing. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. The St. Patrick's day in the South is like, wait, what are you doing? And where are you from? I'm an American man. I'm a, I'm American. Oh, oh Jesus. I, yeah, that, that whole conversation. I loved having that bar fight was great. <laughs> hey man, where are you from? Uh, I'm from Italy and I'm from, uh, from England and Irish. No, 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 man. Where are you from? You're, you're not from there. Yeah, I am. I'm from there. My family is from there. Now you're, where are you from? You're American. Where are you from? I was like, oh God. Okay, here we go. Yeah. That was always a fun fight in bars oh, living. And you know how I am. Get three or four drinks in me and I'm, I'm ripping and roaring. I'm good to go. Real quick, before we get to our guy, Jeff Dawson, who's coming on to talk about the tournament and, and games happening tomorrow. He's here in Vegas. So Jeff is local here in Vegas. So it's good to get Dawson on here in a second. 
Baker Mayfield to the Colts. He goes off on social media last night. Team is meeting with Deshaun Watson. Baker's all pissed. Do you like, would you like to see Baker Mayfield on the Colts? Sure. That'd be great theater. Does it make them better? No. (laughs) Uh, Do you think it does? Which Baker are you getting would be my would be my question. That's what I mean. We don't even know what he yeah. is, right? I mean, he was so hurt last year, and it was painfully evident. But he fought through kept... so much to be done like that. Like oh. I, I, I feel for him. I know Browns fans are are on the fence about him, and like you're on either side of the aisle as to like, are you pro Baker or anti? There's no like in the middle. But that guy fought through like eight injuries that would have ended the season for Tom Brady or another quarterback who was looking at his future long term. And going like, yeah, I'm not playing through this shoulder and that foot and that knee and that elbow. Like, I'm done. Dude was a warrior last year, and he gets rewarded by ah, not a big deal. It's a it's a hard business, man. It's a it, it is just it is. What can you do for me lately? Um, if you can't do it, we'll just next man up. You're out. Thanks for coming. It's hard anymore to like explain it to the kids. Andrew McCutcheon signed with the Brewers Mm. and that like the older ones numb to it now, but like McCutcheon was a pirate. We met him outside the stadium. He talked with us. He walked with us for 15 minutes, took a picture with each one of the kids. I mean, like, so they've been McCutcheon fans. And then he went to the Phillies where he, he got traded. He was a Yankee briefly and all this stuff. What do you mean they traded him? How could they trade him? And then he went there. So when you're a fan of the team and you really get attached to a player and he's gone, you're just like, Mm. wow. And that's when I saw that news yesterday, they're talking to Watson. I'm like, well, I mean, we thought he was out, but he's out. Like he's out, out, you know? It's a fancy. Yeah. You can't really come back. And like everyone who covers the Browns was saying like, you can't, if you think Baker was going to take this, Quietly, you don't know Baker Mayfield. <laughs> right. I mean, he's everywhere, right? He's on commercials all over, doing the commercials from his house, Brown Stadium. He's in the Browns, you know. It's a good commercial campaign. I, it I is. Know, I, I like it. It's, yeah. I normally hate the campaigns, but I actually think it's a pretty smart campaign. I, I like do too. I yeah. think, I mean, I think he has a lot of personality. Yeah. It's he's the gone. Alice Cooper. The Alice Cooper bit is really funny. Oh, it's excellent. That that was that was really good. And yeah. there, there was there was some pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's him not being in Cleveland would be very interesting as to what they do with him. Like, is he is he more marketable or less marketable if he's in Indianapolis? Do you think Watson ends up going to Cleveland then? No, I think Watson is going to wind up in either New Orleans or San Francisco. But. I mean, it's an AFC team. So, so, so what it, does it, Cleveland do then? Because I don't think they're going to trade him inside the conference. Right. I just don't so, think the Texans are going to trade him to a place where they could run into him in four years, hypothetically, in the playoffs. <laughs> and they'll play him. I mean, as as it rotates through, I mean, Cleveland will play at Houston at some point in the next couple well, of that years. doesn't matter. Every one of these teams that move the guy, they're playing each other. They're playing their old team. We talked about it, right? Russ is yeah. playing Seattle. and Yep. I mean, it's good theater. I don't know. It's tough. I don't know who goes to Cleveland. I mean, the, the Colts don't have a quarterback right now. Like, it's getting kind of late. <laughs> the Colts don't have a quarterback. I saw McAfee this morning kind of freaking out a bit, going like, hey, boys, 
it's um it's March. Yeah. We don't have a, we don't have a quarterback right. in Indianapolis. You may want to find someone to play the position soon. Yeah. It's a good team, great running back, decent weapons, hell of an offensive line. No if quarterback. They won that game against Jacksonville. None of that would have happened. Huh? It's a good point. Because yep. they would have went to the playoffs. Urban Meyer changed the entire course of the Colts franchise with the one, you know, the one game where his defense actually really played well and his offense couldn't uh, score any points. It was nine nothing, right? The final score? No, 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 no. The last game of the season when the Colts couldn't beat Jacksonville. Well, they lost no. at Jacksonville too. Is it their 0 2 against Jacksonville? Oh. Remember they lost at Jacksonville? The last game. Well, that was the last game in the season at Jacksonville. I don't. Yeah, what's the final score? They lost. Uh, I don't know, twenty-three to ten or. Oh, okay. 20, I don't know. He couldn't do anything. They only scored one touchdown. I think and one field goal, but it was like, yeah, it was 23-10. something like that. But, yeah, well, I'm sorry, I'm confusing who they lost. Who lost nine nothing at Jacksonville last year in the division? Buffalo lost nine. Oh, six. that's who it was. Buffalo, Buffalo lost nine six. Thank all you. field goals. Buffalo. It was not that a was touchdown the, scored in that game. That was the game that was the like, prop bet. No yeah. touchdown scored in the game. Actually paid. <laughs> Put that up every week and take bets on it. it never happens. And it happened in, in a game where Buffalo was a 15 and a half point road favorite. Didn't score a touchdown. Unbelievable. Yeah. All right. Let's get to our guy, Jeff Dawson, East Coast Investments. So we're at the game. Jess is sporting the hat, the cool East Coast Investments hat. I didn't oh, notice it. And I was like, wow, you got some. Some extra publicity from the sheriff hands out and about. <laughs> What's up, buddy? Welcome back to the show and welcome to Vegas. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. And thank you, Mr. Sheriff Han, for picking me up prompt. Prompt. Oh, oh. How did the taxi service work? Is Dave is Dave easy to find? I, well, you have to. The problem is you, you make arrangements two weeks in advance and then the last week you have to check in every day. And then the last of the day of you have to check in three or four times. That's this great. Is true. <laughs> Are you here? Oh, shoot. Wait, I'm all the way over here. I I, I forgot. I got to go to that. Wait, I don't know where we're going. <laughs> so, but, but you're here, though. So it, it all worked out. Yes. Yes. It, he's it he's worked, delivered it safe and sound. Yes, it worked out great. I was between pole 14 and 15. And mm. he, said, he said it was a rookie move. I needed to go down to 16, 17, 18. So I'll learn for the next trip, Dave. So you came, you came in on uh, Terminal Three. 1. 3. Oh, man, who cares? Terminal 3 is easy. It's all yeah, wide not open. For, not for Dave. Oh, Terminal terminal 3 is cake. That's the best terminal in the, on the, in the country. It That's is the nice. Best. Is the best terminal. There's no one there. JetBlue flies in and out of Boston. Direct flight. That's that's, that's my that's my that's my jam. Yes, that's what he did. JetBlue. I was like, oh, great terminal three. There won't be anybody there, right? I yep. pull up. Everyone is waiting right outside of fourteen and fifteen. Like Interesting. His whole flight was waiting right there, and I was like, where are you? He said, I'm between fourteen and fifteen, and I looked, <laughs> and there he was, and I couldn't get over. <laughs> but we got him picked up. We so who's the rookie there? You came in on the far left hand lane. That's a rookie um, move by you. What are you coming down the far left-hand lane right, for? I was in the right lane. Oh. Well, then, it, then why he, he, then you just wait your turn. Just go on up and grab him and go. I didn't want to wait my turn. It was late. <laughs> I wanted to pick him up and take him to this place so I could go home and go to sleep. I had been out. Yeah. Oh, he'd been out. David had David been out. All right, Jeff. I'm going to give you two sets of te- or three sets of teams here. You tell me who's going farther in the tournament, okay? We just made this pick. Oh, boy. 
Matt Farah's got Creighton and USC. Do it. No, don't announce who has what that might take. Okay. This, they say okay. Three All right. Groups here. Three groups. Who goes who, farthest? Who, which group of teams goes farther in the dance? Creighton, USC, Iowa, Colorado State, Houston, Alabama. I think all three teams have flaws. I have Iowa getting picked off by Richmond. Ooh, in round one. In round one. Uh, I have Creighton <laughs> getting picked off. Um, Disagree. And the Alabama team is Jekyll and Hyde. They, they'll, they'll live by the three, die by the three. So they'll probably have the first great game. They'll, they'll, they'll hit the threes and there'll be nowhere to be found. I think the team with Houston has the best shot. That's my team. Houston, Alabama is my, is my, is my twosome. So the idea, the idea is which, which team is left standing who, who will have a team left standing last. Well, you, you all know you failed because you had to lay up with the five seed UConn. I mean, you know, show some. here. (laughs) Okay. I I backed you with the UConn winning the big East tournament that went down in flames. So the, 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 that's not where I, I'm off on the UConn conversation. Your coach has got to show me you can win a big game, man. You guys asking that question of Hurley, when's he going to win a big game? You know, it's funny because when we came on the show, the, you know, and I'm not driving today, so everyone can be grateful on that one. Okay. Yeah, they were very um, concerned that you were going to crash, Jeff. They were all very, the chat was very nervous about you doing the interview driving. You got a better chance of me falling off this couch than me crashing while I was driving. Okay? <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> You know, and our buddy Frankie brought up a great point that he's never beaten Nova technically because he got thrown out and then he's never beaten Creighton and his emotions takes the best of him. He's turned the program around. There's no doubt about it. This team is built for a long run. I keep saying this. You got the senior leadership with Cole. You got Tyrese Martin. You got Sonogo in the middle. You got Whaley. You got you got a bunch of guys that have been there. The problem is the committee says, all right, we'll give you your due. You win your first game against New Mexico. You probably face Arkansas. A lot of people are talking Vermont over there. Fine. And then you get to, you know, dance around like this for four days, knowing you're going to face the Zags. I mean, it's an awful matchup against the Zags. Am I worried about Hurley? I think he's got to tone it down. Decaf, no Red Bulls. Yes. (laughs) The facial expressions are incredible. They're just incredible. The dude's just a walking picture for like the photographer to have this like scowl on his face. You just said Vermont. Please tell me you're not going down this rabbit hole and taking the catamounts. I'm not buying the sizzle. I, I I'm not. There's no just, sizzle, Jeff. This is there's no sizzle with the Vermont catamounts. This is, I cannot. Their best win is Yale. The hell are we talking about? Because they won the America East, which was the most pathetic conference in D1. They won that thing every game by thirty. All of a sudden, we're supposed to be intimidated by the white boys from Burlington. <laughs> so why is the line only five? Because the books are being bought into this Ken Palm nonsense. Arkansas is going to kill this team. Supposed to. Supposed to. We all understand that. I mean, it's just like I, I was talking uh, earlier today. I was in uh, Providence. I think it was about six years ago. And uh, they were hosting the regionals. And there was a team called St. Mary's that pulled up five white guys. And there was a guy called the Sandman. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and they knocked off two juggernauts. And I still to my day just shook my head and said, how? 
How? And, and, and it happens every year here, Matt. I'm not saying Vermont. Vermont couldn't even probably match up with their best uh, – what is it called? The uh, intramural team over there in Arkansas. No, but, see, see I, I'm not that I, I'm not going down the line on that. Like, I think that there is some value on a mid-major that has a lot of success, That, but they beat up on a conference that was so bad. They lost to Providence by 10. OK, they lost to St. Mary's by 20. I think it was. They've beaten Yale. The only team in this field that they've beaten is Yale. And they pounded UMBC a couple of times, a team which I bet Vermont that game, but we made the joke. But UMBC has a five foot two point guard. Like Note for Arkansas, they haven't seen a player like this all year. They've never seen, they've not played anybody who I would say has like legitimate NBA talent. And Musselman's already making the excuses like the oh, woe is me thing, like it's going to be a road game for us. You know, this is going to be extremely difficult. Like, I love what he's doing. I love how he's playing possum and already downplaying his team. Like, you know, I don't know. We're going to be in trouble here. We really got to be careful against these guys and not overlooking them. But unless Vermont hits, and this is my number, they got to hit 15 threes to beat Arkansas. Okay. Well, well, you, you said two good points there, though. Providence. Big East regular season champs who everyone already knows is the biggest luck box of the year. And if the whole world's on South Dakota State, so that they're out of the tournament already. We right, know exactly. that, right? right, wait, yeah, wait. right. And, and the St. Mary's team that did beat Gonzaga, correct? Uh, yeah. Yeah, but they lost by 20. They, they've lost, okay. they, they, didn't, they lost by 10, lost by 20. I'm not here touting Vermont, but the fact of the matter is, is, is getting back to the UConn. I expect Arkansas and UConn. And yes. I think. If my head is correct here, it's probably not. Uh, I still got jet lag or whatever you want to call here. But I mean, I would say UConn minus one and a half, a pick them. I mean, it's a coin flip game. I mean, UConn favored against Arkansas. I think so. Dave, you agree with that? I would flip it. I would probably, I would flip it too. Arkansas would be favored. Arkansas one and a hook? Probably somewhere in that neighborhood. Arkansas two. Depends how they look. I mean, if they look different, it could, it could be, uh, you know, a different pick them or something, but I don't know. I I, I know you're, UConn's your team, but I'm not that high on UConn in the dance. I, I, I You know something? I, I'm in a suicide pool where you pick one team. There's like 500 people in this thing, and we have two teams. We have two swings at this, and you pick one each day, and then once you've taken them, that's it. You can't take them again, and it gets oh, squirrely, obviously, each day. Uh, looking at tomorrow's games uh uh my buddy who doesn't know anything says what do you think and i went through them all we're taking two swings on them we're going to take them to beat new mexico now listen that number's dropping that went from seven to six and a half i'm nervous i i listen i I know saving the one seed well, well, in other words, you you don't want to you do an 18, 19, 20 point, you know, because uh, uh, if you use them, you can't use them again. So so in other words, if I think UConn's going to win. Wait, is it money line or is it ATS? Just just win. Just win. So why wouldn't you take the one seed? Because you mm-hmm. can't use them again. So okay. you got to break it down. So Thursday, you got to pick one team to advance. Okay. And then Friday, one team to advance. And then and now Saturday, you're the second. If you, t- if you took the two one seeds, you have a pretty good shot of being live for the weekend, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, next, but, what happens for, for, when you get, but what happens when you get to the elite, the sweet 16 and the elite eight? 
you can't use them. So you're going to oh, take so another. So is, is it like Circa where if you run out of teams, if none of your teams are available left, you're out? That's correct. Uh, That's correct. Okay. So there's some game theory there. Okay. Right. All right. That's fair. Game theory this two games tonight, Jeff. Notre Dame, Rutgers, Bryant, Wright State. I know you'll be somewhere in town watching them because you're out here in Vegas. But do you have any insight to either one of those as far as a side or total? Because this guy over here to your left or your right, I don't know which way you see him. Right. He's got this Rutgers team like almost, to the, you know, Sweet 16. They're going to make, you know, they're going to come out of this and win. They can't lose, you know, today. What do you think about this? words in my mouth. Jeffrey? I woke up when I saw the, the numbers and when these games were posted. I loved Rutgers. I thought Rutgers was an amazing spot. Um, I like everything about them. I guess I would ask the two experts, especially living in Vegas, doesn't it seem like the public trendy dog today? Public trendy dog or public trend was last night when everybody in their world was on Indiana and they won and covered. I, I am, I, I tweeted this yesterday, Jeff. I am so against anyone saying public dog, trendy dog, money favorite, where the money is going, reverse line movement. I just think you bet what you think in this thing right now. You can't worry about this because all the information is changing so quickly. And I, I just think bet what you think. That's why I'm on Providence. I don't care what everybody else is talking about. I'm on Creighton. I don't care what everybody else is thinking. Like I'm just, I'm going through and betting who I think is going to win. I think Rutgers wins this game tonight because of their defense. Notre Dame's defense over the last month and a half has been absolutely awful. And eight straight overs for Notre Dame. They can't stop anybody. They got beat by Vatek. I, I think Rutgers wins this game on their defense tonight. No, I agree with everything you're saying. I'm kind of the opposite guy. You know, I like to follow where the money's going. I'm the reverse line movement, the contrarian. In football, guy. I like it. Yeah, I mean, but I think in this thing, it's all over the place. Like, how do you know what, what's accurate? How do you know where the money's going? Well, well, that's where Dave comes in. Day. Because, <laughs> right? you know, Matt, I was out here last year and LSU was one and a half point favorites. I think it was against Iona. And I looked at Dave and I'm like, Dave, are you kidding me? I mean, this is a blowout. The whole world's on Iona. I'm like, Dave, why is this line one and a half? I asked him six different times. And then finally he says, well, Matt Peralt needed that opening number of one and a half. So we gave it to him. I'm like, what are you doing to me? It's just, but it, there's a lot of really strange things that happened during this week. And the reporting that comes out of the books now, where like, you know, we get the report from whoever, what book, what email they send to us. It's like, you know what? Like all this stuff changes so fast right now. It's all fluid. So like, just because the money's on one side for one hour, doesn't mean the next hour, the money hasn't totally flipped because someone came in and put in, you know, a six figure bet on one side that doesn't get reported because they don't report every big bet that they take. They only do so when it's advantageous to themselves. So I just think, I think everything's a head fake this week. I just think it's just, there's too many games 32 games in the next two days, 32 that all will have big action on Matt. Funny story is uh, I, I use pregame as one of the pregame.com and Saturday uh, I, I, I checked the times and um, on Saturday, a gentleman went to the window with $200,000. He placed five bets for $40,000 each and he went five and zero. Oh. 
That same gentleman Sunday goes to the window and does four games and a hockey game and goes two and three. So you're right. Uh, I got the banana in the tailpipe yesterday with Belmont. I, 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 I bit the cheese. I lost. But the Bonnies came back and they covered for that one. So I was one and one there. Um, but no, you're right. I don't know who to believe. I, I try to use David. Dave is the man. Dave, why is this? What, what's going on here? And when Dave doesn't have the answer, no one does. No one knows shit. He's right. <laughs> but I mean, no one knows shit, but that guy went five and zero with 200 K on the on the line. So, I mean. He knew shit that day. <laughs> I mean, he, I mean, overall he went seven and three betting 40 K had a pretty good weekend. That's a pretty good two day run to go seven and three betting 40 K a game. So I, I see guys go zero and five betting a hundred K. Right. Matter. But I'm just saying like some people on that day, matter. that guy knew something. I mean, maybe not historically speaking. I think speaking, this, the, the, this week more than ever, there's 16 games and even non sports media are focused on this Correct. So you're going to hear th- like so much oh everybody's on this side you can say that about every game every week in the nfl you can say that about the big college games every week in college football you hear more about it this week because you know aunt uh susie in you know <laughs> low mass somewhere, whatever, like she's filling out a bracket this right. Everybody's filling out a bracket this week and everybody's like looking at the seating. I was explaining to Kendall this morning what the little numbers mean next to the teams on the printout. Ah. That means this team is supposed to be better. And she's like, well, are they favored? And I'm like, actually, this one is not. No, you know, and she's like, oh, well, why is that? And I said, this is a deeper discussion for after school. So we'll, we'll we'll try to explain that. But I want her to fill out a bracket. We're all going to fill out brackets, a thousand, you know, so somebody can have bragging rights and then, you know, they'll get to yeah. pick where they want to go to dinner or something. It's always fun. But is there's there's just a lot of information out there. I think, like you said it best, B-Roll, you just got to do what you want to do yeah. and pick what you want to pick and stick to your guns. Not everybody's right either. Like that's, I mean, when our audience knows that you got the closing line value on this total tonight, <laughs> five I, points. Yeah, I bet it. I, I bet it right when it came out. Uh, Jeff, just a little update. Xavier just fired Travis Steele, so there's a pretty big job open right there. Oh. So oh. there you go, Travis Steele out from Xavier. They are not happy with them not with them missing the tournament. So Jeez. Xavier, yeah, that's a that's a. Good job in the, in, in the Big East. Good job in in the Midwest, uh, in Cincinnati. So, they'll they'll search. We'll begin e- immediately. Uh, okay, so so let's talk first half unders here for a second, Jeff. W- where are you on this? I don't know what I want to call it. It's not a trend per se, but it feels like gambling Twitter. Last night it goes two and zero. Oh. Everyone thinks they got the secret sauce. That thirty two games we're going thirty and two first half unders tonight. It's going to be 4-0 first half unders. And then the next 32 games, we're going to get a huge run. I think last year was 25-5-2 or something like that in the first round. Some crazy first half unders. Do you buy into the idea that we're going to see a lot of low-scoring games in the opening round? I was high, high above courtside on my way to Vegas. And I was watching the Texas game. And I was in my head 
wondering what the first half under over was. And it was last night. Yeah. 63. And it was 63. It fell 62. And then the first and the second game was 61 and it fell like 56 or something like that. And the funny thing is you were stuck on 62 with two and a half minutes to go. And no Correct. one scored. And I was thinking and thinking, I was like, that's going to be right around that number. Brick, yep. brick, missed free throw, brick, brick. It's amazing how that happens. Um, tournament time nerves, um, especially when you get into later on when you're playing in the domes and the light and the, all that, you know, Hoosier stuff, as they like to say. Uh, the unders, I, I, I can see it coming in. I mean, don't you follow a trend till it doesn't come in? I mean, isn't that the that's way? That's Dave's line, right? Trends your friend till it's not. <laughs> well, I like it. I just, I'm not going to do it the blind 32 bets. Like I bet both last night. I went 2 0 last night. I'll bet the Rutgers first half under tonight. I'm not, I'm on the over for Bryant and Wright State. So I'm not touching, I'm, I'm not touching the first half under for that game. But for most of these, most of the games, in particular, like teams out of the Mountain West Conference, like Creighton, San Diego State, I'll be on the first half under. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I'll be on the first half under for uh, the Boise State game. Um, you know, teams I've watched that I know will play slow and that will not be looking to push tempo and jack and threes. I think there's real value to be made there. I just, I think it's got to be careful betting 32 of them. Is that fair? Oh, 100%, 100%. I mean, you know, go to the window, play them all, and then you're sitting there and you're, you know, now you're scrambling because you hope to go 16 and 16 or whatever the number is. And right. you, know, you, you, you end up with that, you know, uh, 10 and uh, whatever the math is. Yeah. Or no, 10 and 20, 10 and 22, 10 and 22. I mean, the numbers, that, like you mentioned, the numbers are still going to be you know, Dave made the joke yesterday, but it's true. It's like, how much do you want to have an anxiety attack if you've got that many games going? Because they're all going to fall within one or two possessions. Like you're yeah. going to come down to free throws at the end or a team holding to the last shot needing to need to miss it in order for you to go under. Like the, the number, like last night, 62, sitting there, 62 for two minutes. <laughs> and they didn't score. And so I, I, you know, recovered on the 63. So that's what all these games are going to be. They're going to be right around the number. So you've got to be, fortunate to get the breaks uh jeff are you looking so i mean for the whole week we've been talking about you know the tournament games and this bracket and this and that there's a bunch of other games and you're in vegas now and there's you know nit there's this other thing called the basketball classic um you've been looking at college basketball all year for east coast sports investors do you see any opportunities on the board in either one of those as you scroll down the list, whether it's, you know, Iona, Florida, Long Beach State, BYU, or some of these other, I mean, there's Morgan State, Youngstown State. I mean, Matt's not wearing a hat today because we did this small college games picks, and then he ended it up three, and there's a bunch of small colleges still playing. We could probably pick those games too, <laughs> so, but we're not going to. I'm going to ask you to pick them. <laughs> If you, if you can, if you see anything, don't feel obligated because I know you were flying. I know you're tired. You're still on East coast time and all that other whining that you're going to do all day today, but go ahead. What do you got? Well, you guys are the experts. I want to ask you both this question. How in Holy hell is Dayton underdogs today? 
Good question. I don't know. I don't know. That's 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 a strange line. I don't know. What is it now? Toledo's one and a, one and half. a half. One and a okay. half. How was Oregon five point underdogs yesterday? Yeah, that was that was the one I'm, I was kicking myself. I was really mad at myself for not betting that. That was dumb. I mean, the talent. Because here's the problem: you're asking, you have to handicap motivation in the NIT. That's mm-hmm. really, really hard to do. So, Oregon is a team that has every year Final Four aspirations under Dana Altman. They've got insane talent. Utah State. I mean, how many dunks did Oregon have last night? I mean, they were just like pounding on the kids' heads. Like every time it was just like bang. Like it was just total discrepancy in talent and athletic ability because of the recruiting, the talent, the skill level. But I get why Utah State, really well coached, hard fought team, good crowd. I mean, they had a really good crowd there last night. That's why, I mean, we'll do better to book it later. Like I think BYU is going to absolutely curb stomp Long Beach State tonight because they're going to have a full house. Long Beach is walking into Provo. Have fun with that game tonight. I think you just nailed it, though. It's the coaches that can use this as motivation to say, hey, guys, we didn't get to the big dance, but we have an opportunity to play five more games. You have an opportunity to end your season at Madison Square Garden. Okay, which is the Mecca, which we saw in the Big East tournament. The place is electric. Okay, it allows the kids, the freshmen and sophomores to get a few more games under their belt so we can use that for next year. And then you you talked we talked about Oregon. Look what Oklahoma did yesterday. Mm. Look at those coaches that can get these guys together. Say, hey, you want to go to New York City in a week, two weeks? Come on board. We're going. Yeah. I told Dave yesterday, Potter Moser was not having his season end by a Valley school. That was not happening. Valley school was not a Valley school was not going to walk into Oklahoma and beat Potter Moser in his first year. That was not happening. Uh, (laughs) Oklahoma wins and covers. Hey, Adam has a question for you, Jeff. He would like you to expand your thoughts a bit more on Iowa losing to Richmond. Why do you think that's happening? I have a hard time. And if, when I'm looking at my brackets, I, I, I'm, I'm not doing both sides of the streets here, but teams that have a great conference run and get to the championship or win the championship, Iowa, Tennessee. Okay. It is now hard to get to that level, even though it's the big dance in three or four days. So the teams that lost early um, have a couple days to get regrouped, to be a little fresher and have a little more motivation. So, so I look at the Iowa team. I look at the Tennessee team who cut the nets down and now we're walking in, you know, a little chest out like this saying, Hey, we're, we're the, we're the champs. Well, you got a big bullseye. Now this Richmond team clawed and got into the dance because of what they did. So I think, listen, Iowa's the talk of the town, okay? Let's just go back a week ago. Everyone all of a sudden forgot about Kentucky. Kentucky played their mirror image, Tennessee, the third time. They couldn't throw it into the ocean. Now the whole world's on Arizona, and no one's talking about Kentucky. In the Big, in the big Ten, the same thing about Purdue. No one's talking about Purdue. It's all Iowa now. So, I, listen, I can see Iowa winning this game. Don't get me wrong. But if you're going to sleep on Richmond, I think it's a big mistake there. Is it still double digits? What's the line now? 
It's up to 10 and a hook. Yeah. It's yeah, 10 and a half. Yeah. That's, yeah. I, I mean, I love, I like Grisham plus the points. I mean, I, I really do. I, I think that they'll keep it. I'm with you. I've watched Fran McCaffrey, this Iowa team under McCaffrey, historically speaking, not needs to be the underdog, but they're better when you don't see them coming. When, when Iowa has a lot of hype around them, a lot of attention, they fall on their face a ton. And that's, I mean, I think your point's accurate about a team that fought their way in. And also, I mean, playing that many games in, in a row, really, I mean, that Purdue game was physical. What did that take out of the kids? You know, how are their legs going to be traveling now and, you know, having to play elimination games over a three-day period? I, I like Richmond to cover. I'm not sure they win the game, but I do like Richmond to cover against Iowa. If they, but I will say this, if Iowa wins their first game, that could snowball. They could start to get rolling and really be a difficult team to handle. It's their three points shooting, right? I mean, if Iowa hits threes, they're really difficult and, and, and they will be a problem for most teams to handle. I'm just, I don't like Fran McCaffrey. So I have a hard time with Iowa. As David I just think also the mindset for some of these kids again is listen, Iowa's a good team. They were in the Big Ten. No one was talking about them 10 days ago, and they've had this great run. And now, now it's a whole different mindset now. They're the champs. And now everyone, listen, you guys know everyone's talking about them. I've seen people get them in the final four. And, and, and I'm like, whoa, uh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. first game is always the hardest. I Correct. mean, go- that's what I mean. That, that that game against Richmond, I think it's a really important. I mean, I could if you know, obviously they lose their out, but like I think they're going to get tested by Richmond in the first game. Yeah, I agree. People just overlook them real fast. Are you on Providence? I'm going to listen. This team has gotten me all year. I have said they the, to be lucky is one thing, but you got to put yourselves in these spots to be able to come back from 19, to, to to bring it to overtime, to win these games. I will be holding a Providence money line ticket. I'm not going to get beat by the hook, the one, the two. I will be there at whatever book I'm there. Maybe you, maybe Dave. We all can put them up like this. It's tomorrow during the show. It's tomorrow during our show. That's the we're problem. That's why I'm asking. We're on the air tomorrow. That's why we're asking. I, that, listen, I will be the lone man standing with the Providence ticket, whatever book I get. Me and you. Let's go. I'm riding with you, buddy. Me and you. Let's go. Train. Let's go and dunk on these assholes. I, I can't wait. I like, let, 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 like, let's do it. I, I'm so I, I told Dave, like there's there is there's not a game in this tournament, Jeff, that I am more excited about than tomorrow. And if I'm wrong, I will put the salt and pepper on the crow and I will sit there and give everybody props. And I will say I was dead wrong. But if I'm right. I'm going scorched earth and I'm going to start to dunk <laughs> on so many people oh coming up. I am going to just absolutely Dikembe Matumbo people. I'm going to slap the ball back in their face. I can't, I'm so happy for this game. No, no, no. Yeah. No, 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 no. Like I, uh, uh, uh. I, I, I am coming after that ass. Oh. If Providence wins tomorrow, given the number of people. You, me, and Julian Edlow from DraftKings are the only three people I have heard willing to say we're going to be on Providence. Julian's on a, in the air right now. Yep. He, he, he's on Providence. Everybody else oh boy. is on this jackrabbit team that needs to be butchered, skinned, and eaten. Oh, so let's go. <laughs> Jeff, have a good time, man. We'll hang out. We'll, we'll see you very soon, all right? Thank you guys so much. Much appreciated. That is Jeff Dawson at EC Sports Invest on Twitter. Go give him a follow. He will be here 
out at the pool with my ties and hopefully him and I will be having a drink later at some points, <laughs> t- you know, going or tipping our glasses on Providence, getting a, getting a W here coming oh, up tomorrow. Man. Ed Cooley. I saw some- if they lose. Oh my goodness. No, if they lose, it's fine. I, I'll say I was wrong. I've been wrong before. I'll be wrong. Right. You know, Hey, right. I'll, I'll be wrong again. You know, it's, 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 it's no, <laughs> it's no difference here. Ooh, look at Frankie. Frankie's sending us all this great information. Interesting. All right. So here's here's our boy Frankie. Uh, wow, he's got five different tweets. He's at me. Okay. So over the last two tournaments, teams with better seeds, 41 and 22 straight up, but only 24 and 39 in the round of 64, 38%. Ooh. Over the last 10 tournaments, five seeds hold a 24 and 16 straight up advantage, but just a 35% ATS versus 12 seeds. 14, 23, and three, four seeds, 70% win percentage straight up, but eight and 12 ATS against 13 seeds over the last five tourneys. Damn. So you're looking after some dogs, 12 seeds, ATS, four seeds, ATS. Good stuff from our boy, Frankie at Frankie underscore fantasy from SI sending us some, some, some good data. As he's you're looking get, to bet, he's getting all his Villanova gear in order. He should. I. I mean, I think. I think Nova's going to make a decent run here. I do. I, I think Nova's got the experience, the coaching, and I don't think the legs come into play until they get later in the week, later in the tournament. And I, then I then I am concerned about their depth. It's a lot of basketball to play, but I like them. I like Nova a lot. I think they beat Delaware easy. And it's that's a huge people don't understand people don't get State that Loyola. people don't understand like that is such a dirty dirty trick by the committee to do that to Delaware yeah that is dirty to put them up against Nova because they recruit the same kids like Delaware always gets Nova scraps and that's they're separated I mean Philadelphia I Mike Corey who was who who worked for he still does works for for ESPN he lived for years in Delaware but he would go to right. Philadelphia. He was the voice of the right. blue hens for over a decade, yeah. but he would, he would go in Philly all the time. He like lived in Philadelphia, but he worked at, they, they, they are the same Philadelphia and Delaware. They're so close to each other school wise yeah. that oh, yeah. that's dirty. They're going to lay. I think they're going to lay it on them. I really do. I think Nova's from just a recruiting standpoint, right? Jay Wright will go after it. It's in Pittsburgh too. Mm-hmm. The game's in Pittsburgh. So, I mean, that'll be a, a it'll have a nice, I think feel. Sure. In the game, I agree. You know, crowd wise and stuff. So, committee knew what they were doing. They that, they that always was do. Definitely storyline yeah. central. How do how do we get the Philadelphia? How do we get the media market to pay attention? Oh, let's put Delaware, the the, the state that's in the market. Wilmington, Delaware is in the DMA for Philadelphia. By the way, right. So <laughs> they're basically in the same market. Put them yeah. up against each other, have them play in the first round of the dance. Yeah, absolute nice. storyline created there by the committee. All right, a couple of quick baseball things that I want to get to before we go back and talk about games tonight. We got so much stuff to talk about still. All right, uh, what are the A's doing, and do we want the A's here in Vegas? The A's have traded Chris Bassett, Matt Olson, and Matt Chapman in the last three days. Yeah, three All Stars. Yeah, all traded in the last three days. Just do we want this team in Vegas? <laughs> Just glad it wasn't the Pirates. Um. I mean, it would be cool to have a major league team here. This one. This is a, I don't know if this, this is one. a major league team. Today. Do, we, do, we, do we want this <laughs> one? We want this team. This is what this team does. 
Absolutely. They get good players. They compete for a year or two, and then they send them on their way and they wait for the next batch of guys to come up and hopefully try to make a run and then not be able to beat a team that has pockets like the Yankees, Red Sox, whatever. I, I, this is bad. It's almost like they've solved the, the regular season thing mm-hmm. a little bit. I mean, they're competitive every year, no matter who's on their roster. It feels like, like when I would do the season wins or, or, or look at them and look at their roster and be like half the time going, wait, who are these guys? Like, wait a second. They win 89 games. You know, they win 94 games and win the division. And you're just like, okay. And then they get the playoffs and they just don't have the horse that requires them to get over that hump or win it. Um, I don't know. I don't know if we want them. Where would we put them? Like physically. We, oh, we, we can't put another stadium by the strip. Seriously. That's the what they want to do. They want to buy the Tropicana, blow it, blow it up and build it right there. That's what they want to do. I mean, the traffic is bad enough down there now. I went down to pick Jeff up, and it was too. It's the most. It's the busiest intersection in the entire state. We want to put a major league baseball stadium right there. It's insane. Terrible. It's a terrible idea. I agree. It's a terrible idea. But (laughs) T-Mobile Arena is right there. I mean, it's behind New York, New York, but it's right there. And so they, you know, they may justify it and say, you know, you already have one arena. What's two? (laughs) Let's just put two. I guess. I don't know. I mean, I give the A's credit because they've been able to be competitive. As a fan, it stinks. It stinks. I mean, there's no, like, it, it just They're a quadruple A farm team is what they are. Well, yeah. They just so, developed star players to go somewhere else, and they gave up. I mean, Olsen goes to the Braves. The Braves can't pay Freddie Freeman, so they go get Olsen. They sign him long-term. Chapman goes to the goes to the Blue Jays which takes them out of the Freddie Freeman run, but it's still like, okay, like that's wild. Like (laughs) he's now with the blue Jays and you got Bassett going to the Mets to help their rotation. I mean, they're helping these contenders contend while they're not. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Boy, to move to Toronto, that, that division is going to be just, so, if Freeman goes to the Red Sox, let's roll. I mean, that would be good. such a fun division, man. Oh, That's oh, four team. All four teams. Oh forget the Orioles, but all four teams can win the division. It's going to be super fun if the Red Sox pulled the trigger on it. I don't know if they're going to, but we can move to the next topic because I Chris Sale is going to miss opening day for the Red Sox. Yeah. He has a rib cage injury. I mean... This is why they have to do the they like they almost they have to do the Freeman deal now. I mean, I like Evaldi starting an opening day for the Red Sox, but that's their one big bugaboo. They don't have a pitching staff, right? And now the sale is going to be out for how long? I mean, the way they spun it was, hey, just so you know, his arm's fine. <laughs> like, there's right, no arm right, problem, right? Right? Yeah. <laughs> so the Tommy John surgery. Don't worry, he'll be fine. But oh it's yeah, okay. he's he's hurt again. <laughs> like he's hurt again. Um, Pedro and Clemens. Okay. It was supposed to be Pedro, Clemens, Chris Sale. Aces, Hall of Famers. Pedro and Clemens, you gave the ball to them. You knew they were going to be there. Workhorses. Yeah. This dude can't stay healthy, man. White Sox 
I mean, Red Sox won a championship with Chris Sale. Okay, so like, yeah, you have to talk about. Say, did you forget about that? They won. No, they won a championship. So the mission accomplished. They won a championship. But man, it's been a tough contract. <laughs> it's a lot of money for a dude that does not pitch a lot, and even when he does pitch in September and October, he's not been good. He had, I mean, he wasn't last year. Just, he hasn't been good at all. September, October, he's yeah. not been good. No matter in that last year, we thought he was going to be fresh coming off Tommy John. Right. And he still wore out. He still got tired in the playoffs. Still got hit really hard. This is baseball. This is, this is baseball. Tough, 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 tough. Okay. A couple things, quick things before we get some games tonight to break down. So props.com story of the day, new thing that we're going to bring in here on the Bostonian versus the book. We'll look at a story that's going to be up. There's a great story up right now that you can go and read front page of props.com on value in the tournament. You can go and read teams that may be underappreciated, undervalued. You may want to go ahead and jump in to see, oh, I didn't think about that. Some great articles, great information on there. You can go ahead and read, but I'll ask you this, Dave, in terms of value shopping today, is there any value right now in shopping futures before the tournament starts or is all the value been sucked out of few of the futures market this late, this close to the dance? It's tough now. Like, I mean, I, I just clicked refresh Gonzaga's plus two seventy at FanDuel to win it all. Wow. I, I mean, come on. It gets, that's crazy talk. Arizona six to one Kentucky nine fifty. Then everyone else is double digits. Isn't it easier to roll if you like Gonzaga? Isn't it better to do the money line rollover yeah, on the Zags? 100%. Yes. Okay. Yes. There's no, there's not even a question. You have to do that. Um, but no, I think, you know, read the article and then maybe something will spark and you'll see something. I, I think as a general roundabout statement, you can't say that all the value is sucked out or that yes, there is value there. Okay. Value's in the eye of the beholder. It's mm. like, you know, beauty is right. you can see stuff that you may like that maybe is there. Um, I mean, is there any value on Illinois at 50 to one to win it all? Eh. I mean, if they're in the sweet 16, there is. I think that's where the market and the article does point that out. I think it's a good article to look at. I think forget who wins it all, but regional final who wins the regionals yeah. and then who will make a sweet 16 run. I think because you need one team to get hot for two D eight to two games to get right. to the sweet 16. I think there are some decent flyers you could jump in on, you know, a 13 seed, a 14 seed, just, you know, something, something really like on, on the long shot of levels. I think it's possible to jump in on that. Right. But other than that, I don't think there's a whole lot there personally. I don't think there's a whole lot there to jump in on tonight in the NBA. Let's talk about a couple NBA games, Brooklyn at home as two and a half point dogs. No, no Kyrie. Cause they're playing at home. Kyrie scores a 60 burger last night, <laughs> drops 60, but doesn't pl won't play tonight. Right. How do you feel about the warriors laying two and a half points on the road? Any value in Brooklyn tonight? Dallas laying two and a half. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, Any value in Brooklyn plus two said, and a half. You said the Warriors. Sorry, said, Mavericks. Sorry. Excuse me. Next game. Sorry. Looking ahead. Sorry. Jumping it's okay. Um, Run down. I mean, I would be. I think I would want to take Brooklyn in this spot. No, I would agree. Like this would be one where I'd be looking to take them. 
It's still Kevin Durant. <laughs> I know it's a back-to-back, but it's still Kevin Durant. Yeah, Dallas is not bad either, though. Like no. this, is a, this is a tough game. I just can't believe that Brooklyn's a dog. Like it's. I mean, they beat the Celtics. They've been playing really well in this road trip. Like Maverick, the Mavericks are playing really yeah. well right now. Yeah, yeah, uh, tough game. I mean, I, I think I, they're justified to be favorites, but I think I like Brooklyn tonight. Yeah, a plus two and a half. You could make some ridiculous waiver rule or something. He'll be playing tonight. This line will go to six the other way. No, like, you know, he should. Not. I mean, he should be playing. It's ridiculous that non-vaccinated players can play on the road but can't play. Home team players can't. It's a, it's a really bad rule. It needs to be adjusted. Oh, it's, yeah, it's crazy. It's really I mean, how dumb. about him being at the game? He's going to yeah, be at he, the game. He could be in the stands. He can't be on the bench. That it's makes really, sense. It's really stupid. It's just oh. it's a it's, it's a bad. It, it looks bad. It's yeah. it's a bad look for the league. It's a bad look for the Nets. It's a bad look for government. It's just a bad bad look everywhere yes. around. Everywhere around, they mean well, but it, in execution, it does not make a lick of sense. It's Correct. really stupid, personally. So, we'll see how that how that goes. Warriors minus two yeah, versus against your Celtics. Got my Celtics tonight. How do you feel about that? Warriors all day. It's light, is it not? I have like, no idea. Okay, I want to get your take on this because I looked at this and I said, what the hell am I missing? I like my team. Clay Dude, not playing? Everyone's playing, as far as I know. Mm. Everyone's playing. It's throwing their second game with Draymond back. I I can't believe the line. I don't get it. Minus I two? I do. It's like, wait, what? How is this? Our like, ratings must be super duper high right now on... Boston, hundred percent. They're playing. I mean, they've still lost. They lost to the Mavericks at home, but I still think they've won like something like eighteen of twenty-four or something like that. Like they've been extremely hot. But this is on the road. You know the Warriors are bringing their A game. They're not going to lay down and overlook Boston. Defensively, I think Boston's got problems. I think rebounding-wise, Boston's got problems. And then I and Draymond said it after the damn game yesterday. We're winning a championship. I know. That was good. I, I saw that. We're saw winning that. a championship. Like you, you, you <laughs> forgot about us. We're winning a championship. It's like, oh shit. Okay. Did you hear him though? Like he said, it don't matter if we're the two or the three. Yeah. Like we're, we're winning not a doing championship. anything to, to press our health or yeah. you know, we're just winning, we're gonna win a championship. Um that's when I looked at it, I was like, two. Two. Come on. It's, it's way too late. But I immediately thought I haven't checked yet. Clay's not playing or something happened with Draymond. He's not playing. Like, I don't know. But I think that thing's light. Yeah, I think if everyone's in, I mean, wait for the, I think you wait to see, make sure the lineups are there. But if everybody's in for the Warriors, yeah, <laughs> Warriors, lay the two. Warriors will come up and lay the two. I'm, yeah. I'm very much in on the Warriors against yeah. myself. Celtics. bet it for sure. Yeah, that's tough. Four NHL games tonight. All four have the same total of six. How many of those games go over? Let's take a look. In your mind. Yesterday, by the way, we need to we might need to clip it because what? we said there were four NBA games, and I go yes. three favorites, one dog. Yeah. Detroit would be the one to cover. It actually went three favorites, one dog. Detroit was the one to cover. So didn't they did they win outright? No, they lost by oh, okay. seven. They were getting 14. Um, Columbus, Ottawa. Well, that you had six on that. 
This morning when I did the rundown, all four games were at six on FanDuel. Okay, that's six and a half. Okay, so that's somebody moved. came to their realization and was like, <laughs> "Why is this thing six? That's not can't be six. <laughs> Columbus Auto can't be six. Uh Boston, Minnesota, New Jersey, Calgary, and Tampa, Seattle. One under, three overs. You three and one. Yeah, I. I thought there was a shot for all four to go over tonight. Yeah, there is a shot for all four to go over, but I think one of them goes under and three go over. Yeah, Boston games have been pretty consistent going over. Mm-hmm. So I like I like the Boston game to go over. But yeah, I think three and one is very possible. Four and oh is possible. But I think you would I think you'd wind up plus money by betting all four over tonight. Well, Columbus over now, six and a half is under minus a quarter, so that's plus money. Boston is six okay. or six under 15. So okay. that's, that's minus 05 or minus 110. New Jersey, Calgary is actually six over a quarter. So you get a lady juice there. And then Tampa and Seattle, six under 15. So you get minus 105. So yeah, it would be plus money. Tampa team total two tonight. Light them up. Yep. Seattle's bad. Seattle's guy. Look at this guy. Seattle. I'm an everything guy. I know. I know. Time for our betprep.com prop of the day, which hit yesterday. Yes, it did. By going under in a blowout, which is pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Under 11 and a half rebounds for Andre Drummond. He only got six. You would have thought you would have thought that blowout goes over everything. Nope. Sometimes, isn't that funny how that happens? Where if you're in a blowout and you're on over and you're on overs, that oftentimes you lose bets. Yeah. Because the players don't play their normal rotation. So that's right. like the norm the normal flow of the game. Did he so, play his normal rotation? I think so, yeah. Play as many minutes. I think he plays normal minutes. He just got six boards. Like the ball just didn't go to him or he wasn't he didn't need it because Kyrie wasn't missing. So like there weren't rebounds to be had because Kyrie <laughs> scored 60 points. So he wasn't missing. So the bet of the day today is going back to an over. Utah Jazz center Rudy Gobert over 12 and a half rebounds the projection is for him to have 14 from betprep.com 13 or more rebounds 10 of the last 14 games at home 13 or more boards in 13 of his last 16 games after a loss and 13 or more rebounds in eight all eight of his last games versus a team with a winning record because he plays big minutes this is a game tonight against the new orleans pelicans 34 point loss against new orleans in which he still grabbed 11 boards before Oh, uh, sorry. No, no, no. So I'm not playing. Excuse me. Sorry. He's gone over in seven of the nine games. Uh, two, the two games he didn't go over this number. They were both blowouts against New Orleans and against Portland. He grabbed 11 and 10, only played 25 and 22 minutes. In Gobert's only other game against the Bulls this year, he grabbed 19 rebounds. Centers are averaging 11.5 boards per game against the Bulls this year, which is one of the worst in the NBA. How do you feel about Rudy Gobert over 12 and a half boards? Uh, I would lean over. I would lean over. Do you have? Do you feel strongly about it? I don't feel strongly. I I don't um, feel strongly. I, I think this number is right. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like sometimes I mean, we, you know, we we're gonna do these every day, and yeah, you guys can tell, you know, the chat room and and, and people watching or listening, you can tell when we both are like, right, eh, yes or eh, no. I'm more like, eh, I don't know. I just think 13's a lot. Like it's just a lot. 
Yeah. Bo- I mean, I, I I know the projection says 14, but like I rebounding props, I, I tend to, when we start talking about 11, 12, 13, 14, I start to get a little bit like, mm-hmm, because he grabs 10, he grabs 11, you know, 20 and 11 is a really good game. It's like uh, that, that's, you had a major influence on the game. Right. You, you, you've been active. And so like, I need him to grab 13. And I know Gobert's had games where he's grabbed like 17, 18, 19, like he's had crazy right, games. Game. Yeah. So it's more like how the flow of the game goes. How do the bulls shoot? Cause it's offensive and defensive rebounds. So I don't know. I, I liked yesterday's play on the under better. Right. Gobert over 12 and a half. Mm. But you know, it's juice to the under. Just so you guys know, it's it's minus one hundred five, even money at certain books to go in the over for Gobert on this. Yeah. All right, better to book a time. Let's go. We'll start with Rutgers and Notre Dame. I don't like this Irish defense. I think the Rutgers are going to play def- defense tonight. I got plus one on this. This is a two point win for Notre Dame according to Ken Palm. But mm. first half under, betting that. But how do you feel about? Rutgers plus one against Notre Dame tonight, betting it or booking it. I'll go, I'll book it only because I'll trust the money move today to Notre Dame, the favorite, and probably be wrong, but I'll, I'll, I'll book it. I'll, I'll say Notre Dame wins. I think you're thinking right with the total, though. Mm-hmm. I just complete toss up. So just to be controversial. <laughs> It's not controversial. Just tough to take a Notre Dame team that has not played well down the stretch. Yeah, I know. I know. But I just uh, Rutgers away from home is a little nerve wracking. That's what I keep going back to. Like, but they're nine and eight ATS away from home. That's good. I mean, they're not. I mean, not world beaters, but they're not bad. Winning record ATS on the road in college. Oh, I'm wrong. No, 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 I'm wrong. Sorry, sorry, I'm wrong. Nope, 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 nope. That's wrong. They are, uh, that was nine, seven, and one at home ATS. They're five and nine on the road ATS. That's what I thought. That's wrong. 12 and nine against the conference in the Big Ten, one and four over the last five, six and four over the last 10. The Irish are eight and nine away from home ATS. They are 14. They went 14 and seven against Notre Dame, but a couple of the games really concerned me for them on the road. They lost to Florida State on the road in their last true road game. They lost to Wake Forest on the road the game before that. They beat Clemson on the road, which is fine. Um, but they lost to Duke by 14 at home. It's just been sort of like, eh, losing to Wake, losing to Florida, losing to Vatech. They were good at home. They weren't that great on the road. Rutgers, I think, is the better defensive team. And I think defense travels in these situations. So I'd like to talk about the defensive teams versus the offensive teams. Because as we've seen the last two games, hitting shots in Dayton, Ohio is not easy at the moment for these teams coming in on the short turnaround selection Sunday. Hey, by the way, you got to play on a Tuesday, Wednesday. Not a ton of time. Rutgers plus one. Okay. The second game tonight is hashtag CLV society that, I will be so bummed out if I miss this. <laughs> Game opened at 151 and a half for Bryant in Wright State. I jumped in on it. Ken Palm has this as a 159 total. Wowza. Now it's 155 and a half, right? Or one Wowza. Is it 56 or 56 and a half? Uh, it is 155 and a half 
or 155. So what but it hit so that it's coming down. It hit 156 and now it's coming down. That was the ceiling. Uh, only one place was 156. So no. I mean, one place may have flashed 156, but it's pretty much 155. Okay. And a half. How do we feel about Bryant and Wright State lighting it up tonight? Bet this one. <laughs> Bet this one. Why is the number why the number open so low, I wonder? Because Dayton. Location. Oh. Wright State is 18 and 15 to the over this year. Bryant is 16 and 14 to the over. On the road, though, Bryant 11 and 5 away from home to the over. Wright State 13 and 6 to the over so far. Damn. Bryant, which is really interesting. The books caught up with Bryant because over a stretch between the 21st of January and the 24th of February, every game went over except two for Bryant. They were an over machine, but the last four games have all gone under under for Bryant. Right. Wright state is on a run right now where six of the last eight have gone over seven. Of the last uh, 10 have gone over for them. Most of them with totals in the one forties, one forty five, one forty four, one forty seven, one forty six, one forty five. Most of the totals for Bryant this year have been around this number, like against Long Island, uh, against Long Island, they were, it's 162 and a half. The game went over by 24 and a half points against Sacred Heart. It was 153 on the road. It went over by 32 points. Wow. Against St. Francis uh, of Pennsylvania, 150 was the total went over by 21 points. Not even close. Yeah. So when a team wants to run with them, in their conference, no one wants to run with Bryant. They've all gone, Rrr, take it down. Don't let them shoot threes. Don't let them run. Wright State is going to run. <laughs> They're both going to run. It's going to go back and forth. Wow. Okay. Do you think this this will be fun to watch in-game? Um, okay, you have to keep an eye on this because if the pace gets out fast, mm-hmm. His thing closes 155 and a half. You might see 170. It's going to shoot. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. You got to, this is one of those ones like you got to really move it fast to just try to find a point where someone will bet under because when it starts fast and it opened high, they keep betting over because Mm -hmm. they're like, yeah, we're going to be over by 20 points. We're going to be over by, you know, I mean, you just gave me now the history. Yeah. So if I was in the room today, and I was doing this game in game, I'd be like, all right, we're moving this thing from 155 right to 160. Right. right now, 160 to 164 and a half. Like I'm moving it by buckets, okay. you know, two, four points to get to a number. Um, because I mean, the way you just described it, this thing could end with 180, like nothing. Yeah. I think it's possible. I mean, I, I think it, this is why I jumped in right away on it. I just jumped on 151 and a half. I was like, I think this game's going to fly over, just given. Bryant's a New England school. I know a lot of people have been betting Bryant this year, betting him over, betting him to win. A lot of people are on Bryant to win the game tonight on the money line. That they think they're the better team than Wright State. We'll see. I mean, it's always hard with these 16 seeds when they're playing each other. But it, it, Bryant's been a popular betting Connecticut, Rhode Island type of New Hampshire bet in those in, in that part of the country to bet their overs. So that's why the number's gone. Zoo! Right. <laughs> Quick move. A lot of people are betting on it heavily. One NIT play for you. Teased really? it with Jeff. Oh, boy. 
BYU at home against you know, d- against the beach. The beach. The beach. The beach. <laughs> LB. Who's going to get their ass kicked tonight against BYU? You don't like them guards to keep this thing close? Absolutely not. Not against BYU. Man. This game is an absolute rout, in my opinion. Really? So let's look at Long Beach's history, okay? Long Beach played Missouri State, lost by 26. Played UCLA twice, lost by 21 and 18. They played Murray State, lost by 37. Ooh, played, played San Diego State, lost by 25. Ooh. Every team they've played with any NCAA decent quality, routed. Whoa, whoa. BYU is the highest rated team on Kempom, not in the dance. Sold. I was going to try <laughs> to make a case to book it. And, and, and you're going and I'm like, oh, that's bad. Mm, mm, that's bad. Oh, that's bad. Yeah. Now, it, you know, the nail in the coffin with the Ken Palm rating. Are you worried about motivation here? Nope. Not, not with BYU. Okay. Because BYU has teams that are, um, well, sorry, sorry, Oklahoma. Sorry. I'm wrong with that. Oklahoma, Oklahoma state, wake forest, BYU is top 50, not in the dance. So they're the fourth highest team, okay. not, 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 but they're top 50, uh, on Kempom. Uh, where is Long Beach? They're in the, like, it's bad. It was like 175 or something like that last night. But basically anybody in the dance that Long Beach played, they lost by double digits. And by a couple of them, they lost by 20 or more. Like not close. They just, I, after going back, these are men they're playing. BYU at home, they care. Look at Utah State last night. Utah State, they had a full house. BYU fans will come to this game tonight. They will be there to support their team tonight. Right. It'll be a real home court advantage for BYU. That t- that to me takes care of the motivational factor. Like, do they want to be there? Do they want to play in this? Yes. Right. I know their record ATS at home is not good. Five and seven, 13 and 17 ATS. Long Beach is 21 and nine ATS this year. They went 16 and four ATS against their conference, 13 and five on the road ATS. But they played nobody. Oh the, boy. The level of competition is zip. Okay. You watched them. I was impressed with the guards. Yeah. I was. Yeah. But how about their bigs? I, I was not impressed at all. And guess what BYU's got? Bigs. <laughs> they got big old farm boy strength kids down low. Yeah, that that's that's gonna be a very Big issue for that Long Beach squad. Big problem. There's going to be Beach. a lot of easy buckets. 152 is the total. Uh-huh. Got to be what? Over? If Long Beach is in the game. Oh, it could be blowout central and then not. Under. Right. I think this is like a 30-point win by BYU. Oh, this might be a this might be a Dave relax at home and in-game bet this one. So yeah, this is my clock. Our time start. I'm gonna have to keep an eye on this. Now, yeah. I feel like I know the team. Right. So, That's so. why I was like, we we just watched Long yeah. Beach, and I was like, we saw them up close and personal. We know they can't keep track of the basketball. That's what we know. They yeah. turn the thing over like crazy. Man, oh man. <laughs> so oh and their and their guards do not make great late game decisions. We know that. So, you know, I mean, those I know, two guys could score their own points though. Like they can get their own buckets. It's just and the who rest else? Of the team. So they'll score forty. Right, like they did, and and lose by 20. 
Yep. Yeah. That's my handicap. <laughs> That's why I like BYU minus 11 and a half. Uh, and finally, how are the Timberwolves only laying eight and a half? I think it's nine now, but how are they only laying eight and a half or nine to the Lakers tonight at home? Cat just scored 60. Like, what are we doing? Oh, like, this man. is, this is, is this, the, uh, this is I not mean, the game where they win. This is not the game where the Lakers show out and show up. I don't think so either, but is this the game? It's a Ron's, Wednesday night Ron's in 50. It's a, it, they are 0 and 8 in games. He does not score 50. Right. The only time they win is when LeBron scores 50. He scores 40, they're going to lose and then lose by how much? I, I, I hate laying this number. Like of course. Um, but that means it's probably good. I'm not, I mean, I, Said it. I was going to bet against the Lakers until further notice. And if they win, I'm going to just bet against them more afterward <laughs> until AD comes back. I got to stick to my guns. We're betting it against the Lakers until further notice. I just think this team, who's guarding Cat tonight? Like, who are they putting on Carl Anthony Towns with the way you just scored 60? Who are they putting on him? LeBron. Oh, that would be wild to watch because that would screw up their entire defensive rotation of LeBron guarding the center for Minnesota. Like Westbrook's going to guard what the power forward. Like, it's like it's, I, I don't know. This team is playing really, really well. And whenever you get the Laker bounce, you get that. You know, we saw it with Toronto on the road with Scotty Barnes and how well he played in that game. Just think that there's that that little like extra giddy up when when that team comes to town. Yep. Because your fans say, I want to go watch LeBron. So no doubt. They circle it. They know they want to be there. At home this year, Minnesota is 18, 14, and two ATS. They're four and one ATS over the last five, seven, two, and one over the last 10. Lakers are one and four over the last five. They are two and eight over the last 10, and they're 13 and 18 against the spread on the road. Over to over to you've turned the over to into one word it comes out now every day and i love it i don't stop you i just listen and then you go over the last five over, over to this to, over yeah. to that it's one word over to over to. i love it <laughs> 15 and 22 for the over lakers to. they're 28 and 40 who's ATS. chandler jones who's chandler jones former patriot defensive lineman for the as Aaron the cardinals why raiders Raiders got Chandler Jones? Just came across my screen. Oh, all right. I like that. So Crosby on one side. Are Chandler. we going to get all these former Patriots coming here now? Yes. Now this shit, now yes. Josh McDaniels here, yes. they're going to like migrate yes. west like you did. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. How is this happening? Yes. Oh, man. They're going to get good. I know it. I know it. I, I have to get a raise. I don't know, man. I really hope so. I love Josh. I mean, I think he's such an interesting dude, but it went so badly in Denver. It just Yeah, but you know how these things go. You're not ready that first time. If you're not ready, it goes bad. Now you're smarter, you're you're older. It's the perfect market for him. Like I can't believe that we haven't I, I still always have to remind myself. We have an NFL franchise here and we don't have a regional sports network. Correct. It's the most messed up. Like the media here, there is no media here. No. It's all national. There's nothing local. There's nobody focused on just 
Like the Golden Knights are going to miss the godforsaken playoffs. They just went 0-5 on the road trip. Bad road trip. 0-5. Ooh, the only people bitching about this are our boys at sinbin.vegas who are doing these live, who are doing these Twitter spaces where fans are literally losing their minds about yeah. this. Yeah. Screaming like, do something. This team sucks. What the hell's going on? You know, that's the only media crush. I listen to local radio. I, I, I love I, I love my boys here on ESPN Las Vegas. I listen to them all the time. And, and uh, you know, Cofield and Company. And like the animosity is like this. Like the Golden Knights are going to miss the playoffs. Yeah. And it's like, eh, we have a franchise. We have an NFL franchise here. There's no pressure on Josh McDaniels. None. He had 98 now. No, he had 98.5 and WEI every damn day analyzing every bleeping f- play call he made. That's why every single enough. play, every single decision, every read, every route, everything was scrutinized. People here are like, yo, where's the win club, man? Let's go to the field club. Like there's no pressure here <laughs> at all for Josh McDaniels to come in here. The runway could not be more clear for him. To coach we'll, here, we'll see. I mean, it's not. I'm not saying he's gonna win. Vision. No, I'm not saying I mean, he's gonna win. I'm saying like this is like the most anti-New England, anti-myopic market that he's walking into. Right. That has to be like the biggest fresh air. Like he can go out. He can go to dinner. He can go. Oh, if he doesn't say yeah. I'm the head coach of the Raiders, no one will know that Josh McDaniels is the head coach of the Raiders. Not yet. You're right. Not yet. Not for like, he's going to have to like win. I mean, Derek Carr just won a playoff game and people still don't know who the hell he is. (laughs) He's a quarterback of the damn team. It's like, who are you? (laughs) Derek Carr got an Eagle yesterday from playing golf here. He put the video on social media. Nice. Maybe jealous. 200 yards out. Wow. Pretty good stroke. It was like, all right, man, it's pretty good stroke. (laughs) I was impressed. I just, I, 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 it's Vegas is the oddest market. It really, really it's maturing is. now. We don't they never had a team. I mean, we have two. Understand. I know, we have but it two. doesn't just happen overnight. Like it doesn't just happen. And we have to deal with our our regional network comes from Denver. Does the hell? What is that? <laughs> so weird. It's the strangest thing ever. It's like, why don't, don't we some people we can have a meeting with? We'll start the regional network. Seriously, right? Like, what are we doing? Why don't we have? I mean, like. Goodness gracious, people. We have enough content because you know what would happen? Chandler Jones signs with the Raiders. You do break-in coverage. You do wall-to-wall coverage. Chandler Jones is with the Raiders. It's a big deal. Do we have that? No, you're watching ESPN to find out the information, just like I am. Correct. We we have to watch national people to tell us about our local team. Yes, correct. (laughs) I don't know. It's all messed up. Favorite thing about today is what? Um... Well, I mean, we had JD on. Um, Jeff, you know, showed up last night, and they did pick him up at the airport, took him, you know, to his place. Hopefully, today there's going to be a meal in order. We're going to get to maybe get uh, sort of a plan. I don't know what the plan is going to be for like Thursday and Friday, because I was downtown yesterday, had dinner and all this other stuff. How big of a mess is it? It's a mess. Oh. I'm not gonna lie. It's not. It's not. It's already starting. And I was like, yeah. I kept walking around with him and saying, "You know, it's Tuesday," and he's like, "What do you keep saying that for?" I'm like, 
because it's Tuesday and it looks like this. I said, you're going to be gone because this guy came in. He's Tuesday, Wednesday, and he's leaving. Right. And I was like, I kept taking mental notes going, oh, boy, I don't know if I'm ready to try to get out and about with what's coming Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And we got a lot more people coming that want to either say hello or or that watch the show and all this other stuff. And I'm like, guys, I'm watching basketball. Like I gotta, I want to watch. There's a lot of games that I want to see, you know, and I want to see how they end up. So then, you know, going into Saturday and Sunday, right. It the was one in the book to watch the games. I like to watch the games. The one benefit is that we do have this show so we can watch games while we're on the show. We're doing the show. Yes. So that at least gives us yes. a little bit of, of an interest look, interesting look. But today for me, so our friends at Betting Hero, are, it's a wing with our company that activates people. Supposedly today is of the month of March, the number one activation day of the year. Oh, it's the, it's the worst day if you're working. The book. It's so I, 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 my favorite thing about today is I've asked the guys at betting hero. I'm like, I want to know how many, how many people are you guys signing up on the Wednesday on the app? Because it's supposedly just like the entire company. If you work here in Vegas, you were working today. Like yep. nobody has today off. Nope. This is, this is Christmas. This is like uh, you, everyone has to work. It's the Super Bowl of that business of marketing, of, of bringing people the ability to sign up for applications here in Vegas when they're on site because they don't want them doing it tomorrow. Correct. They want them doing it today. Correct. Because tomorrow they want to take bets at the window. They don't want to be dealing with anybody. Correct. So today it's go, 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 go. Get them signed up. Big signs, sign up for your apps, sign ups for your apps, and everyone lands today, yep. right? So they come in today. And so, like, recommendation to anybody listening, coming in, driving in, whatever the hell you may be doing, when you get to Vegas, first thing you do on Wednesday afternoon, whatever, they work all night, supposedly. They work till like late in the night to get everyone signed up. Mm -hmm. Get the damn app, do the, do the application. You can't do it like you do it in your home state. We are behind the times dramatically yeah. here. Yep. You can't do it on your own. You have to actually you have to actually do it in person. With your ID, with your money, do your deposit. <sighs> I mean, this is and there's no games going on. So, like for the supervisors, like we had this the procedure pretty streamlined where you know they would come to the counter, I would get their information and just give it to the supervisor. They yep. would key it in. I ran the money, boom. You know, vice versa. If a supervisor, you know, did their thing, you do the checks. Betting Pros does it all. It's a it's a it's a huge asset. It, betting Hero, Betting Hero. Yeah, they make the process simple. Um, well, look, just look for a kid with an iPad. You'll find them. Yep, they'll they'll be look for they'll be out and about. And <laughs> look for a kid. Look for a kid with an iPad. Yeah, uh, Bet MGM Caesars Properties. Look for a kid with an iPad and they'll wear a BetMGM shirt or a Caesars shirt or whatever. Right. No, that's our company. And they will get you signed up within 15 minutes. They try to do it within 15 minutes to yep. get you signed up. They'll walk you to the counter. You'll put your money in and then away you go and you can bet. But I just, I was like, I'm very curious to see what, what they're going to do today. Cause well, I mean, I've day. been telling people for, for years, like 
you know, because I mean, I was at CG, but I was like, you should definitely go get a Caesars app. You should mm. go get the Westgate app. You mm. should go get the Circa app because yep. you need to leave yourself a way to find the best number. And it's a lot of choices. So and in game, too. I mean, like, well, the in game, that's you, you have other options because mm-hmm. sometimes they may not be staffed. They may not do the late game. They, yep. they may something may go down at this book. And you can't bet it, so you got to do it at this book. And some books are automated, some books aren't. So yeah, you got to leave yourself. You got to leave yourself outs, mm-hmm. and get more than one uh, account, and deposit in more than one. I mean, have the money in there in more than one account. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like you know, do a lot because you can deposit once you get in there. You can actually put more, more money in right with your with your ATM card. So the first deposit's cash, but then everything else can be done. At least we've got that where you at least can be. Ooh. We can do it on your ATM card. You can deposit. The withdrawal process of most of these books is not exactly easy. You got to go pick it up. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not simple. It's not like, hey, I want I want the money back like in New Jersey. It's in, out. You never see a human. Right. You know, unfortunately, we're not. We're in 2015 here. They're in 2022. <laughs> we're, seven, <laughs> we're seven years behind where New Jersey is. I but told you that. They're not the casinos are going to make you go in. They want you in the building. Only two casino groups are like that. Not all of them. Only two of them. Oh, wow. The Raiders traded Yannick Ngakwe as well to the Colts. Look at McDaniels making some moves. How about that? Here we go. So Chandler Jones, Yannick Ngakwe gets traded. They cut Carl Nassib today. So they're reworking that defense fast. Mm. I'm a fan. I like it. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to play defense in that division. <laughs> like, there's just no debate. Uh, like, you, you're not. You know, the Raiders aren't winning games 45-40 against nope. these offenses. They don't nope. have the we- They don't have the weapons. You got to play D. Run the ball and play defense. You know what? You know what? Be wild to watch if they bring in another back. They got Drake and they've got Jacobs, but do they bring in another back to run the ball and just be? And not ask Derek Carr to do too much. Mm. Because the Patriots, that's how the Patriots would approach. If everybody in the division was offense, 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 Patriots would go defense. Right. And they'd invest heavily in that side of the ball. So you wonder, is Josh going to do that? Like, is that, is that the play? Right. Wouldn't be that fun to watch the games, but you know, anti-Raiders. They win. It'll be fun. How much fun are the AFC West games going to be next year? They're going to be great. Oh my goodness! Great. Those games. Saying it, this is the division right now of all what the football. A, what a those three games are going to be right. unbelievable. Right. How many fans from those teams are coming here? Ton. Bronco fans, Chief fans, and Charger fans are going to come. Well, if there are Charger fans, are going to come by the. What do you mean? Are there Charger fans? There's really not that many Charger fans. I mean, oh, let's boy. be honest. We've said it. People on been on the show have said this. People said it on the show when we were in LA that if the Rams won the Super they Bowl, they did say it. They the did. Rams won the yeah. Super Bowl. It was a five-year window where the Rams owned the market, and the Chargers were set back five years by the Rams winning this it all. This is true. This is true. So go now back and, go back and watch those videos. We we so, those video interviews are up actually on the site. Probably. So that's bad news. Tyrod Taylor, two years, seventeen million to the Giants. Teams have not picked up Daniel Jones's fifth-year option. Is Daniel Jones done? Is Tyrod Taylor going to be the starting quarterback from the Giants? Wow. 
NFL free agency just never stops. It's the greatest. The NFL has created the most incredible calendar. It's we're on the eve of the NCAA tournament, and it's talking. What what are they talking about right now on ESPN? All football. All football. It's March. <laughs> football, football, football. That's why Aikman makes all that money. No, I, I know why he makes a little money. I just can't believe he makes that much more, more money than Joe Buck. <laughs> I just can't believe Joe Buck makes $40 million less in that con that contract than Aikman. Oh. You told me Troy Aikman was going to be the highest paid broadcaster in history. I'm not sure I would have believed it, but I wouldn't have believed that Romo would have been either. So right now Romo wants a raise, I guess. He's going to be like, uh, uh, um, excuse me. <laughs> They're on cable. We're on broadcast. Can yeah, I make more on, money, please? Right? Yeah, come on. Good stuff. All right, guys. Tomorrow is going to be an absolute shit show. Okay. Can't wait. It's going to be crazy. We've got games that start at Ooh, nine. Providence wins. Please. Please, please, please. Yes. Nine twenty in a blowout fashion. Blow them out. <laughs> Just win. Just win a game. Nah, fine. But I, I want them to win. So we, I don't have to like obsess over the final four possessions and be like doing the mental math. <laughs> I want to like, see that. How do we cover two? How do we cover two? How do we get there? Like, we got to cover two. You can win the game, but how do you cover two? No backdoor last second three. Jeff probably has the right idea. Just bet Providence money line. Don't, money line. Don't, don't worry about it, but uh, it's probably the better way of going with it. But I'm just, I laid the two with Providence <laughs> to see where we are. So we'll roll with that. Tomorrow's going to be a ton of fun. You're definitely going to want to be here starting at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern time for a NCAA March Madness edition of the Bostonian versus the book.